everybody. Welcome to Stay Rad. For those of you who have been listening before, welcome back. And those who are new, welcome. It is a safe space here always. And I love to just talk about things that either I'm dealing with or just life situations we all go through. I love to have people on here. I know it's been a minute since I last posted, but I just feel like there's been a lot going on in my healing journey and lots of growth, but in the growth, I've realized the setbacks that can happen. And I guess when you're in a stage of healing, there's a wave that almost feels like you're kind of on a high of like, yes, I'm healing, I'm growing, I'm doing great, like I'm doing the inner work, I'm feeling good. And then all of a sudden, it'll hit you one day, you just wake up and it's just like, man, I'm on a low. And I guess that's kind of where I've been at, given the last few days, like, I've just been riding this wave, I was feeling so good, feeling like, man, I'm putting in all this work, like, I'm doing good, I'm healing from things, you know, constantly going on about that, you know, going on about the, oh, self-love movement, trying to continue to self-love myself and pour into myself, because I've realized the importance of that, but even if you you commit to that every day, there's still going to be days where you feel low and that is okay. I guess I was kind of in a low the one day and I, not that I felt stuck, but I just kind of felt like, where the heck is this coming from? Like, what haven't I healed from? What do I need to work on? Like, I was kind of in this mindset of what do I need to do today to get this out of the way? And I realized I'm like this is going to be a part of it. And I've preached that so many times where it's like, oh, you're going to have bad days. Like, even if you do all the work, like, you'll be doing good. And then one day it'll hit you, you know, that's okay. Like, I'll say that to everyone else. But when it actually happens to me, I feel like when it comes to taking my own advice, I lack that a little bit, (laughs) if I'm being honest. So I definitely am just at a point where I'm just trying to also think about the things I've told other people and be like, Ella, pour that into yourself as well. And know the things you've been speaking is also something that's going to happen to you. So what are you going to do about it? And so it is not a perfect journey at all. But because it's not perfect and because there's days where it's like, man, I don't even know where this is coming from but I feel terrible or I just feel low or, you know, that is a part of the journey that makes it so beautiful. And when we kind of sit back and we embrace that and we know that days like that is only going to get us like, you know, we're just going to keep going to where we need to be. It's going to get us towards the right direction. Something I'm learning too is feeling all of your emotions. And I know I've said it before, like you feel it, you don't want to dwell on it because a negative thought, when a negative thought happens in your mind, it will just cloud your entire day or week or months. And that's where depression falls in. And all these thoughts can consume us. A lot of it's a mindset in this life. A lot of it's perspective. And so when we go through tough situations, it's, it's really all perspective. And so, you know, you think about people who complain left and right. And I have complained multiple times in my life. So I am not trying to call anyone out. I'm 
basically calling myself out. But, um, yeah, it's just like when I've noticed I've been complaining about something and reflect, it might not be in the moment I realized, but it's until afterwards I reflect. And it, it doesn't even mean like, okay, this is such a bad thing. Like you get so upset at yourself because it's like, well, it already happened. You almost think about it and you just think, okay, I'm going to learn from this rather than dwell on it and think, oh, I shouldn't have been like that. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done that. We can sit there and we can learn on it and we can grow from what we learn from. But anyways, my point is if you're a complainer or you've worked with people who complain or you're around people who complain, it just sets the tone for everyone around you. It, it sets the tone and it's a negative environment and it's not something a lot of people necessarily want to be around. And sometimes when people could complain, it allows another person to complain. And it's just this energy, whether, you, whether you're thinking you're just agreeing or not, there's still this energy of just like this lack of wanting to do what you want to do or lack of seeing the good in what's right in front of you. And so that's something I've been really trying to work on recently is just when faced with a difficult, not even situation, but even just a moment or even a day or a day where you go into work or really anything something you don't want to be doing basically and you just have the perspective of today's a good day and I'm going to focus on the present and I'm going to focus on okay I have two legs that are allowing me to walk some people aren't able to do that right now and I know there are some extremes to that but the more we focus on perspective and focus on the beauty you know there's beauty everywhere it's up to us to find it and it like it's in every situation. It's not just in creation. It's in everything. And if you choose to see beauty in things and you look at life in this new light, it's really not bad. It really comes down to perspective. And so I always love running into people who are working at a job that, you know, I might personally look at the job and feel like, oh man, like I'm glad I'm not doing that, which sounds kind of bad, but in reality, it's the truth. And I think it is so beautiful when I meet someone working a job or, you know, there's some customer service going exchange going on between the two of us and they're serving me or whatever, at whatever job they're doing. And we're asking each other, oh, how are you doing? When their response is just excited to be there or happy about life or whether they want to be at work or not, whether they're having a bad day, they're just can't complain, I'm having a good day, today's a good day. Like, they respond with something positive. There's something about that that's like, wow, good for them. They are able to enjoy right where they're at, no matter what they're doing, no matter if it's a wonderful job or not. Because then you think about people in really good and amazing jobs that you think, man, I'd, I'd give anything to do that. And it's like they're not happy. They just keep chasing after something that isn't fulfilling them and their perspective on life has shifted and it's negative and so people can kind of I guess not get disappointed but in a way get disappointed when they see someone living a life that others might want and then they're just negative and it's like there's just so much perspective behind everything in life and with all that being said I'm not saying 
every day is going to be the best thing on earth and it's going to be sunshine and rainbows because as I said earlier, there there are days where it's going to hit you. But it's in those days as well that you continue to see different perspectives or you say, you know what, like, God, thank you for waking me up. I'm having a really hard day, but I invite you into my thoughts. I invite you into my mind. Um, and that, that saying right there has helped me a lot. Um, yesterday I actually woke up. Sometimes I just have bad, well, I dream a lot, (laughs) but sometimes I have really bad dreams that just seem so real and I wake up and it's just like, that is consuming my mind and it's so fresh in my mind. I just think, okay, don't really know where that's coming from, but today's a new day. Like I got to go on. And it's like these, these images, these thoughts, whatever it gets, just gets implanted and keeps popping up in my head. It's like a seed was planted in my head. And so now it's just coming out in my mind the whole day and I'm just kind of in a low. And so I started praying and I haven't been doing a good job. It's not like I say this every day, but I've, I've really been trying to do it every day. Um, I've been saying, God, I invite you into my thoughts. I invite you into my mind today. I want you to be there with me. Um, and so I guess that, I, I don't I don't even know really how to describe it, but it's like within that next hour, every time I've prayed that, I just start to notice or I guess there's a moment where I become aware and think huh my thoughts are like they're a little bit better you know there's just that sense of peace and it just kind of like slowly gradually gets to that peace and then there's this awareness in the middle of it like when I'm just right in the middle of it of like oh wait I'm at peace right now and it's like okay thanks God like You know, and then it's just the rest of the day when things pop up, it's not like, oh, I need to push them down or I need to shove them down because it's so good to recognize it, but it's not as, I guess, consuming to a point I need to act on it because I've realized that is something I need to really work on is not acting on my thoughts. I know in the past whether it was in friendships, but especially relationships in the past, I have been extremely guilty for um, just acting on my thoughts, basically, or accusing or accusing situations um, just because my thoughts took me there. And so, you know, I, I do believe in just like gut feelings and all that stuff, intuition, discernment, all of that. And I I believe when there's something on your heart and you need to bring it up, like, absolutely, but there'd be times where, you know, I guess I'd recognize what parts of me would, were not healed yet, or what parts of me were still upset about things, and even though I might have forgiven situations or moved on from a situation, it's like things would pop up, or just random things here and there that had nothing to do with me would pop up, and it would just eat my mind, and I would just you know, blurt it out or bring it up or start a fight. And it's like, yeah, part of that could have been not healing all the way or something still bothering me or triggering me. But in another sense, it's like, I also realized there's just that piece of me that will allow thoughts to consume me so much that I'll act on them or I'll just get upset from them to a point that not, not even to a point that I let them pass. Like, 
I let him hit me and then I let it pass and I'm okay. It's to a point where I let it hit me and I act on it and I'm involving someone else in what my mind just did to myself. And now there's a situation and it's like, okay, I, I need to realize that it's not everyone else who's the problem. It's I'm the problem in some areas and I can 100% admit that and to come to terms with that has helped me kind of be aware of the people in my life now and situations that happen now or thoughts that happen now and thinking, you know, okay, God, like if this is a worry of mine, instead of accusing people or running to people here and there and saying this and that or trying to bring up a situation or start a situation that probably didn't even happen, but because my mind made it up, I'm running around like a chicken with his head cut off. You know, it's it gets really messy, and the mind can do that to us. And so, I don't know. I've just, I've really just been trying to learn, like, okay, God, like, I want to give this worry to you. And if, say, there is a situation in my mind that I have this scenario that I have made up or this thought came to me and it's upset me, you know, I could go on about different things, but... I've been really trying to surrender it and just say, okay, if this is a, a something that's going to concern me and affect me, I trust that you will bring it to light. Because at the end of the day, whatever needs to come to light will come to light. And that has happened multiple times to not just my life, but everyone else's life. You know, like a lot of people can attest and say that when there are things whether we try to find out or not, and a lot of us, especially females, are, we could definitely be an FBI agent. Oh my goodness, we find things out like no tomorrow. But it's when our peace is being disturbed, we go the extra mile, we could find out anything because we're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not compromising my peace. I will find this out. I will not be oblivious. I mean, I could just be speaking for myself, but based on a lot of things I've seen and heard from other women, it sounds like that's kind of a collective thing. (laughs) But anyways, um, when our peace is disturbed, you know, we want to find all these things out. But when we have peace over things, or even if there's something that upsets us and our peace is kind of being wavered, if we just take a step back and we say, okay, clearly I can, you know, find out all the information I need or I could go there I could make all these accusations or ask a bunch of people all this stuff but in a way what's that gonna do for us and so I guess if there's a situation we're going through or we're trying to figure things out I think it's good to just take a step back and say you know what it's gonna come to light if this situation if this thought in my head is true or if this is something that's really bothering me, something will come to light. And I believe that. And then you go on about your day and you say, I don't need to disturb my own peace because of my mind. Because honestly, if that's not true, you just wasted a lot of your day stressing over something that isn't even true. And so that is something that I just struggle a lot. And so when it comes down 
to the healing journey I've been on, I realize there are th- parts of me that I'm healing from that might not have in, even involved other people hurting me, but it's my own self hurting myself in my own mind. And so when things pop up or situations pop up and my mind's doing all these different things and I'm realizing like, oh, this is a bad day and oh, this and that, I start to then come to terms with things and think, no, this is a part of healing from my own self in my own mind and learning, surrendering and learning, okay, I'm going to give this up to you, God. I'm going to give you my worries because you carry our burdens. And you are aware of all of our thoughts and all of our tears and all of our joys and all of our desires. You've given me these gifts. I might as well give them back to you. Place them in your hands and allow you to do what you intend to do. Because the more I try to take over and run with my thoughts or my mind says and does all these different things and then I act on it I just end up getting hurt or I end up saying the wrong things and I don't know I just I just get to a point where it's like if it's if things are meant to be they're going to be what's for me is coming for me and what's not will pass and accepting that some people are just seasonal and accepting the ones that are right are going to continue to be there no matter what. So why stress about losing different people here and there? Or why stress about, you know, getting hurt by different people? Like, it's just, there's just so much I've been learning just the past few months of how to cope with things and how to cope with thoughts. And one of the things I've been seeing a lot that I absolutely love and I've been really, really trying to put into practice Some days are definitely harder than others, but people have said that when a negative thought pops up, even positive too, but just any thought really, but especially negative, when a negative thought pops up, instead of like, one, feeling guilty or pushing it away or feeling like, oh, I can't think about that, I don't want to think about that, blah, 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 like, you distract your mind, let it in, but instead of taking it and letting it cloud your mind, almost put it in a balloon or what I've heard before is setting it on a cloud like have that thought shaped as a cloud and picture yourself just sitting down in the grass looking up at the clouds and you just watch them pass by and so you almost sit there and you're in your mind and you're just kind of like okay I recognize this thought I'm just gonna let it pass by and there's times where it's like that thought will come in and it'll it'll sit and as it passes it's like I'll get worked up about it trust me I'll get worked up in my head I I mean I might even have certain messages I'll be typing out or notes I'll be writing out and I'm like I need to say this <laughs> it's kind of funny when I think back but like I'll just go on about all this different stuff and it's like after a few minutes just letting it kind of pass by and the next thought comes in you then become aware again of like, oh, that passed. Like, that's not there anymore. That might have just been a thought. That was just a thought. And then, you know, if it's it's that big of a thought that bothers you, instead of, again, acting on it, still trusting, like, okay, if this is something that I'm worried about, like I've 
trusted, like things will come to light, things will work out the way they need to. I don't need to stress about this. But you can also think like, okay, where is this coming from? Like instead of taking it and running, you look at the thought as like, all right, where is this fear coming from? Why do I fear this? Why do I think this? What, what is it? And then that is where you can kind of break things down and then kind of get to the core of what still needs to be healed. And that, like, just, again, the healing journey is so beautiful, but it's just, it's hard some days, you know? Like, it's hard, and it it brings out things that your inner child might have went through. And so when you heal your inner child, there's just a lot of emotions that come with that. And another part of it isn't just the child, it's also your teen years, it's also your 20s, your 30s, however old you are. I am in my 20s right now, so I can only say so much, but it's just like as I'm kind of living my life and in this new perspective, in this kind of healing era, my perspective some days might be like, man, like I could see my, you know, 17-year-old self coming out of me today, in a way. Like, I guess it's it's more of, like, the mindset. Or there might be situations where it's like, wow, my younger self felt so safe with this person. Like, it, and that might sound kind of silly, but I believe a lot of the times when people can bring out your younger self, or there's just this peace with people... It's almost like thinking of like, okay, if I was little, would I be in this environment right now? Or would I feel good? And when you feel like that, you there's just this sense of like safety. And that ultimately is what I like to strive for in friendships or just people in general to feel like, okay, these people in my life, I, yes, I feel safe as a 24-year-old, but I also feel safe as my 7-year-old self or my 13-year-old self. My inner child, my younger self, feels at peace right now. Because I saw something the other day as well where someone was like, I'm not just, I forget the age she was, but we'll say 29. I'm not just 29, I'm also 28. I'm also my 27-year-old self. I'm also my 26, on and on. And you think about it and it's like, just because you go another year around the sun, you know, like it doesn't mean all those years behind you are just like, like, okay, all right, now I'm 24. So I got to be 24. It's like, I am still every part of me just because maybe my 12 year old self isn't as present (laughs) and she's definitely matured since then. Like just because she's not as present every day doesn't mean she's still not in me. And those emotions, those feelings, those everything else that built that girl isn't still in me. And so when you go through that healing journey, you just focus on all those different parts of you. And then you become aware of when there's situations, whether you act out or you get excited or all these different things, you become aware of, wow, like that, that girl that hasn't came out in a while is still in me. And she came out today. And it's really neat when you kind of look at it like that. And then it just completely 
continues to lead you down that self-love path, which is just such, such a beautiful thing to get to. Such a beautiful thing. I will say, um, when I went with some of my friends, when I was out west last summer, we went down to Utah for a quick trip, and we went to East High, the high school musical high school in Salt Lake City in Utah, and it was... Like, when I got there, I just remember, like, freaking out. Like, we were all just so pumped up. But I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, this would be great. I can't wait to see this. But as soon as I saw it, it would, like, my second, I was in love with High School Musical in second grade. That's when it came out. But it was, like, my second grade self and myself that was, like, obsessed with High School Musical was living living through me in that moment like it was just like freaking out like so happy jumping up and down like smiling just like I was like where kind of like where is this coming from but I was like no like it's her like she is so excited to be here and to let her out and to let her still live on even as a 24 year old even with all the years and experience I've had since then it's like still letting her out is so beautiful and to recognize like man like my you know whatever your old self is living in on me still I'm still letting her have have emotions and a say and yeah I don't I don't know if that really makes sense for some of you but for me that is just kind of something that I've been learning and and allowing to be aware of and so when going through that healing journey and going through that self-love, there are some things um, I ended up writing down because I saw in a video and I want to ask myself this as well as have you guys ask yourself this. You know, the question is, what is self-love to you? And do you feel you personally lack it and in what ways? And so that's just a thought. I've been trying to kind of think about and I'm like okay what does it mean to me and at what areas do I lack it because there's definitely areas where I am just like I am confident I'm feeling good I love myself all this different stuff but then there's also parts where it's like ooh, I I don't really think I have much self-love when it comes to the ugly parts of me And it's almost like I get upset at that part of me or I push that part of me down or I think, no, that's not me. And that's, I don't, da, 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 you know, excuse, excuse. But it's like that part of you doesn't define you, but it's still in you. And so to still be gentle with yourself and still accept those parts of you that you might not like is still something that is a part of that self-love. And so there are five ways to loving yourself that can change your life. One of them is being a kinder, gentler you. In other words, talk to yourself with love like a best friend, a coach, a parent, or a teacher. And I know one of my best friends encouraged me when I was like a few months ago, just kind of going through things and was feeling guilty for certain emotions. And she was like, Ella, talk to yourself like a best friend, like as, as how you would talk to me, 
give yourself that same advice, that same love. Because you don't want to see me go through these things. Why are you allowing yourself to go through them? So kind of shift the perspective to like you're pouring into everyone else, which is good. But you also need to give that to yourself as well. And so just being a kinder, gentler you and speaking to yourself gently without just being so mad at yourself. Like, why? Come on. Like all these different things, just getting mad at yourself, just being gentle and being like, okay, you know, just we're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. It's okay for feeling this way. Let it out. I'm going to be here for you. Like telling this to yourself. At first, it might sound funny, but I'm telling you, the first conversation I had with myself, oh, I was crying. Like, I was like, this is actually so beautiful because I will say all these words to people I love. And I just, why haven't I been saying this to myself? And when you just pour into yourself, it's like you're speaking to every part of you. And it's beautiful, especially if you know the amount of love you carry and you feel like, man, nobody, nobody knows the extent I love or nobody is able to accept that as much as I want them to. It's like, that's okay because you can give that to yourself. And that like, oh, that is a combination. I'll tell you that. Number two of the five ways to loving yourself. Number two would be more love to share with others. It's hard to love someone else if you don't love yourself. That's another beautiful thing is, again, as a lover, as a giver, you want to just love on everyone. But like I said, if you're not giving that to yourself, you're going to run out of energy for others. And then knowing you get kind of a sense of purpose when pouring into people if you don't have that energy to pour into them, then you kind of lack that sense of purpose. Like if that's, if that's how some of you feel, cause I know that's me. A lot of, a lot of who I am comes into loving others. And if I can't, or, you know, things are going on, then it's just like, I feel that lack of, of purpose sometimes. And I had to realize I need to pour into myself to even have that energy to give. Because then sometimes there's that disappointment of like, they're not going to care or they're not going to see it. They're not going to feel the love that I have to give. But it kind of, not strips, but it kind of like removes any sense of where like I would need validation from others constantly. And if I were to pour into someone and either not get it back or they don't accept it, you know, whatever... I wouldn't have to worry about getting validation. It's like, I'll pour into you regardless of the validation or not because I'm already validated by the Lord and myself and by the amount of love I've poured into myself. I know what I carry. And, you know, there's all that. Number three, you will have more energy for living fully. Freeing up space and nurturing yourself allows renewal of energy. And again, to tie on to being able to have more love to give to others, you will be able to have that energy when you give it into yourself and you take care of yourself truly. You love yourself. You take care of yourself. You pour into yourself. A lot, again, a lot of it's a mindset. So the more you keep just saying, 
I live an abundant life. I have all that I need. Everything that is for me is coming to me. I already have all that I need. I am loved. You know, you pour into yourself. You convince yourself. You program your mind into loving yourself and pouring into yourself. And you have that energy. You have that energy to wake up. You have that energy to continue to be who you are to the fullest extent. It's, it's a beautiful journey. Number four, you will have healthier relationships with loved ones. It allows us to have healthier dynamics and expectations. Those are two good words. Dynamics and expectations is, is a really good thing. And when those things aren't healthy or we don't have good expectations, then I feel like that's something we tend to, I guess, look over. And then we're not able to take care of ourselves all the way because our expectations, we, we then settle or we then lower things or our boundaries aren't even there because we lower them because we simply don't care. And as the more you pour into yourself and you have that self-love, you're able to kind of figure out what you want, you know, what you deserve, what what's important to you, what boundaries you want to have, what expectations, like, you know, different things here and there. And once you discover kind of what you want and where you're at in that area of your life, it's able to be, it's able to create healthier environments. Number five, you will no longer be dependent on external measures of success. Self-love over self-doubt and fear allows success to become something to enjoy and appreciate with gratitude and a strong sense of our gifts. And I absolutely love that because then the, the gratitude that just flows constantly. Um, I started a gratitude journal and I've just been seeing so many things where it's like the universe loves gratitude and even if you are not getting what you want in the moment if you are still able to praise that same day and just be like you know what thank you for today thank you for life thank you for anything you can think of that you're grateful for even on days where you could be crying seven times that day because something is going on that just absolutely wrecked you but if you are still in that day giving gratitude, oh my goodness, like that is one of the best things you can do. And I am not even kidding you. The more I've shown gratitude, the more things have started to flow and work out in my life. Even things I wanted to happen are happening. And I've spoken things into existence and they are happening and it's like wow I wow <laughs> and if you're just constantly grateful in the good the bad the ugly you just have that grateful spirit it's like anything that comes if it goes you're good if it stays you're good if it comes it's great if it doesn't you're great like you are constantly in this like you know I am unbothered I'm I'm these are my feelings I'm bothered yes but I'm unbothered to a point where I'm going to keep going. I'm still grateful. I'm still thankful. Nothing is going to break how thankful I am in this life. 
And once you have that mindset, your ups and downs don't, you know, they will definitely shape you, but they won't wreck you to a point where when you're in a low, it's like there's no hope. When you're in a low, you're still grateful. When you're in a high, you're still grateful. And if you keep that gratitude up, oh man, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful journey that you soon become aware of and you look at life a little bit differently. So with all this being said, with all the self-love, with all the gratitude, with all the healing, I think a lot of it ties together and it's just a beautiful, beautiful journey I've just definitely been experiencing and it's I guess I'm becoming a lot more aware now than I ever was in my entire life. And so to share some of my experiences or some of my perspective or the things I'm learning, I'm absolutely grateful to be sharing that. Whether the things you can resonate with or agree on or even disagree on, you know, I hope that it reaches someone who, you know, might might get something out of this you know we're all kind of going through things every single day and social media especially only shows a lot of the good parts of our life and those who are authentic and real about things kudos to you I got mad respect for you honestly because a lot of us don't show our ugly days and when people are just you know being real out there I'm not saying everyone needs to post every single thing about their life and <laughs> but I just I respect people who are just genuinely themselves. But anyways, um especially social media, it's just like a lot of us are only seeing the good in others' lives, which is fun, but I think that creates space for comparing and feeling like, man, I'm the only one going through this, or man, nobody understands, and it's like, whoa, the more you get out there, and the more you talk to people, and the more I'm having conversations with people left and right, it's like, whoa, we are all going through so much, and these people are carrying themselves so beautifully, you'd never know, and if, if they're showing it, it's like, that's okay, man, like, you're being real, like, whether you're going on about your day or you're you're letting it out like whatever it is it's like we are all fighting battles that we don't talk about sometimes and so to just talk about things or just express the healing journey and just the difficulties that happen but also the reminders to keep when just riding the wave you know I think it's a good thing to to discuss so with all this being said I hope you guys continue to just do what you're doing. Just live your life. Go with the flow. Ride it out. Enjoy the journey. Know that the good, the bad, the ugly, it's all its all going to be there. And it's going to continue to shape and mold you in beautiful ways. If you just continue to work on your perspective and see things beautifully. Just continue to shape your mind into, I'm going to see the beauty in today. Whether things hurt me or they lift me up or people make me upset, you know, whatever happens, continue. Even if it's just one thing, 
you find one thing in your day to be grateful for, it will really make the difference, especially in a healing journey that can just feel so lonely some days or feel like I is, am I doing this right? You know, like we don't really know what we're doing out here some of the times. But if you just continue to show gratitude, you will be blessed and you will be, you will accept even the small things as a gift. And that, that's a beautiful thing because then you will be grateful. There will be so much joy in your life when the smallest things can have a great impact on you because then you receive more. Those who only expect big things are going to completely look past the little things so they receive less. I hope you guys have just a wonderful week and just a wonderful next few months going into into the burr months, September, October, November, December. <laughs> I'm really excited for those months. But I just pray blessings over you all and whatever you're going through. Just keep showing gratitude and just keep pressing on keep going keep going full force because if you just be you fully and you just take on life you're gonna be just fine remember as always stay cool stay you fully and stay rad my friends have a wonderful rest of your burr months Talk to you soon.